0: A podcast covering 100 films throughout the history of cinema from A Trip to the Moon to Parasite and many, many things in between, with some exceptions, including but not limited to one Woody Allen. Fuck him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want everyone to know that wasn't me, <laughs> that was <laughs> the man in the corner,
0: Have
2: Hunter. I <laughs> That I really beautiful. thought that was you. Like well, I was shocked.
1: That's a I know. Good I just want the listeners to be I was sure. i saying
0: it, and I thought it was you.
1: <laughs> You're so exciting. I feel like a disgrace now doing the intros. <laughs> yeah. I think Sorry, I've been replaced. I just
2: got a chance to go off a little bit.
1: I'm really proud.
3: Yeah. Is, was, that, is that
2: the first time you said something on this
3: podcast?
0: Yeah. Oh wow, my god. I'm so good proud. Of you. <laughs> Thirteen episodes in, and
2: now I speaks. No,
3: he speaks he speaks yeah, oh my god <laughs> in
2: a way it's weird that it's only 13 episodes i know because it oh by the way i'm reese but oh i'm know, hannah
3: <laughs>
2: i'm hung <100. laughs> but like we've been doing this for like 80 years is what, That's it, what feels it feels like, like you know sure. long days but it, but it's funny because it's actually been more like a month and a half i mean if we were banking them it would be a month mm-hmm. and a half but it's Probably more like thirteen weeks, you know. But yeah, Yeah. no, it's been forever, and um, I'm tired. Uh, I (laughs) want to sleep. Me too. Wait, I don't like like being chained to the podcasting table.
1: He really is all week long fighting it until
2: we get a chance to record.
1: Reese, I'm hungry. How many hours (laughs) of sleep did you get? Can't
2: be. Well, okay, I had two hours of sleep, but then. i went back to sleep later okay. i went to bed at two and then i had to wake up at four to take my grandpa to the Yuki. airport then when i got back at like five forty, i went back to bed so okay
1: so you're it's okay
2: i had some sleep but it, okay. it does still feel like two hours i get that yeah
1: hunter how many hours of sleep did you get
2: about five
1: okay i'm also probably running on about five
2: Okay, that's so fair. So five or six. Yeah.
1: So go us.
2: We are at the very least three hours beneath what we should have.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> so that's nice.
1: And we're feeling it and we're looking like it.
2: Oh. A little bit. That's why mm-hmm. we do it in an audio format. So yeah. you only can hear our like hoarse and raspy uh. voices instead of also seeing our disheveled and disgusting faces. Uh, with the notable exception of Hunter, who just always is just like so so <laughs> so milky smooth. His this is, is true. Not he, the description he I really is. To say.
0: I was Snow white, the insult, oh, essentially, because I'm so pale because I don't go outside.
1: Your girl's pasty. I watch. <laughs> That's movies. what I tell my friends.
0: I'm on a movie podcast. Do you think I go outside? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good. point. You think
1: I go outside? You fools.
2: Man, the guy at work the other day was like. Hey, I'm telling you this because I'm your friend. Um, you're really pale. And and that's... The, you, you know, I, I've i got something to help you with that. Uh, it, it's called the sun. You might want to try, you know, being out in it. You have no idea. The kid was, <laughs> like, 100% Irish that was saying that to me.
1: Not okay, sir. <laughs> Not okay.
2: And then I was like, uh, you're probably... Much more pale than I am. Right. Even. And then he put his arm next to my arm and he was tan.
3: No. <laughs> in
2: Comparison to me.
1: <laughs> We're all very pale, oh. but it's like, we can't tan. We burn it's or we just stay white. I and tan a is little. Like you tan a little little that's not fair i just burn and go back to being ghostly white. hello
2: everybody and welcome to the movie overload podcast the whitest movie podcast (laughs) somehow
1: true that kind of took a weird turn (laughs) we're real white but we didn't ask to be this way
2: (laughs) i'm sorry
0: are are we talking about a movie today
2: uh No. no this is so this is actually our um Our newsletter episode, Um, you know, we provide information on our our upcoming projects. We read fan mail and we whine about the pastiness of our skin. Um, I've actually got another like maybe 15 minutes of notes on the the pasty white skin stuff. Cool. Is that okay with you guys? Totally. Uh, Okay. let me let me pull out my notes. Um, Let's get to it.
3: Uh.
2: So I don't have melanin. Oh, that's. That's the crucial Dope. bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> I Ice was born without
1: it. I don't know where one. it went.
2: Uh, you can see my veins through my skin. Um, and also, I am just a freckle. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I am oh. a freckle. Then wouldn't mm-hmm. you, all of you look like a freckle?
2: I mean, yes and no. <laughs> we're all looking. Like at I, I think I see what you're what you're going for. Now we're all like studying. our Hunter's
1: skin. like he like deeply just ha- he held out his arm and so he's like analyzing his whole hand and arm. <laughs>
0: I can watch the veins on my hand like fill up with blood as I like leave them down and gravity like pulls
2: down and really I, like, that's so up gross.
1: Kind
2: of uh, ew. We well I don't know if I'm out. that pale. That's gross. I have a freckle on the palm of my hand. I see. I don't know how that happens. That seems like something that's very rare, right? I don't know. How would you get a freckle on the palm of your hand? I don't know. Can someone explain this to me? No. Hey, hey, wait. I
0: just discovered something. (laughs) What? (laughs) Did you know that in 1940 there was this movie
2: no the, th- mov- the f- n- movies only started existing in like i think 67 i mean you're probably 68. right there was 68 okay. yeah there it was, was one year before the moon landing that's how i know that yeah
0: phenomenon right. that appeared that maybe people saw i think it was called the great dictator
2: yeah Phenomen- that was oh, good that <laughs> i forgot about that yeah <laughs> that was a good time
3: yeah, okay. i do have
2: some notes on that if you guys are I if know you guys are dude, cool yeah, oh, i know let's you go. Do. yeah i wrote like I don't know. I was just like thinking about it last night so. Yeah, it was just um, random. Yeah, okay, okay. So let me let me just
1: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we're
2: really just stalling for real time quick. on this one. Um,
1: sta- no, it's because uh, the because I'm so scared to get into this report. I'm scared it's going to be really short that we're stalling. Okay. That's
2: okay. Uh short. let's just um Sweet. Sweet. So I Charlie Chaplin's iconic first <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> oh.
1: I do appreciate the Segway Hunter. Thank you.
0: You, I, know, I, it, you know, it it wasn't a town. I mean, I killed my own Segway,
2: but like but you know, any Never segue really on this podcast um, gives me the okay. immediate urge to try to derail it. Right, even For when it's my two, own. The number of times I've interrupted myself on this podcast, where <laughs> yeah. I'm actually about to get on topic, and then I d- realize I'm too on topic. <laughs> Let me get off topic because it
1: it's entertaining. It's, it's shocking,
0: oh, indeed. Yes. So what one might say is there was a at least one other movie esque phenomenon that appeared in the year 1940, hmm. which was called. And Fantasia.
3: It's
0: a Walt Disney thing. Hannah I knows more about it than I
1: do. Okay, fine. I got it. the hint. I'll talk about it. We
0: can do oh my it. Gosh, Damn it. You Hunter. can do it. Gosh, Hunter, we we're having so much fun we after you started. Son of we're on end of this and we're just now talking about what movie we're
2: actually talking
1: that about. That literally so. was the plan. <laughs> I know we were
2: going like to talk like this for 45 minutes yeah. and then say, "So Fantasia was a film
1: and it was good."
2: And, and then we And go God
1: asleep. said that it was good, and, <laughs> and it, was.
2: <laughs> it was. And God, <laughs> a gay a, I guess Walt Disney saw it e. and said it. It was. It was. His good. baby.
1: It was. Yes. Let's talk about that, shall we? Please,
0: Tell, um, let's talk tell about me that. more.
1: That, For this yeah. one, okay. I feel like the abstract and plot summary are all kind of the same thing. Because this is a bit of an obscure film type, like it's not like our other movies, right, right, right. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm just gonna say my spiel, and you can judge it later.
2: It's like an anthology film.
1: Yeet! Wow, I need to quit saying that. I am (laughs) the widest cracker of them all. Anyway, (laughs) am I allowed to say that? Um, You can call yourself a cracker, okay? if
2: If it's accurate,
1: I would say yes.
2: I I will second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> second, the, second the motion, the movement. Mm. Anyway, um, Fantasia is Walt Disney's timeless masterpiece. It's a celebration of sight and sound featuring eight sequences, marrying classical music with the most innovative, innovative animation of its day, including dancing fairies, fish, flowers, mushrooms, and leaves in the nutcracker suite, Mickey Mouse and his iconic role as the sorcerer's apprentice, the comic ballet starring hippos, elephants, alligators, ostriches, and dance of the hours, and so many more. <laughs> um, it's conducted by Leopold Stokowski, and it was Disney's third animated film.
2: Mm. Wait, really? Yeah. What was the second? Was it
1: That's a great question. Was it Pinocchio? For some reason, I feel like yes, but I'm going to uh, fact check myself. Or was it myself? the
2: Dumbo
0: thing?
3: Oh,
1: wait. Let's look. I don't know.
0: There's so many that I feel like are I kind know, of I get so a
1: similar level. It was Pinocchio. It was. Oh, okay. So Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, then Dumbo.
0: Oh.
2: Ah. The, you know, the, the essential, mostly boring four. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fantasia, I deeply appreciated it. It was a little long for mm-hmm. it being a bunch of, like, shorts, I think. That's fair. But yeah. I think it's just... It depends on your mood.
2: Mm-hmm. Some of them are like really good. I think, yeah, that's it's the kind of thing where it would be totally fine at that length if you were, uh, say, awake enough mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was a vibe that you could just like fall into and be totally engrossed by. Like seeing it in a right. the theater when yes. you're like fully in your theater mode, yes, it would be awesome. Yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah, and
2: but big screen. watching it on on home video when. You know, you haven't actually really slept in a week.
1: I was going to say, being so tired, I was definitely trying to stay awake at a couple moments. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, And there were some really good segments in there, mm-hmm. though. Like
1: It's beautiful.
2: That prehistoric one is mm-hmm. amazing. The one at the end with that demon boy. Literally Satan. Yeah. Literally he Satan. He says
1: the
0: word Satan. I'm he says sure. the word Satan? <laughs> I think he
2: did. Oh. The
1: host guy? Yeah.
2: I guess I slept through that part. I think yeah. he did
1: precisely some
2: devil demon I don't whatever he was he was cool i liked I the bit dozed, in know. the intermission with the soundtrack <laughs> yes. yeah that was really cool That's funny i, I remember I, that from my childhood hmm. i loved that
1: i had never seen it before ah. i'm really disappointed in myself cuz everyone's always talking about it now i realize they were talking about the 2000 version mm-hmm.
2: probably cuz
1: all the theater people i know are like the rhapsody in blue moment oh my uh, gosh yeah. i like they can i don't know
2: do, 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 yeah, do,
0: they get
1: do, do, really do, into it. And <laughs> I still don't understand because I thought it was part of this one and right. it wasn't. Oh, man. So I need to watch that one, we too. We should watch
2: that after this. It's so good. I it just, really is. I stunning. just remember,
0: I remember like a lot of previews from like VHSs and DVDs when I was very small. Yes. Having like previews and talking about it, mm-hmm. Fantasia 2000, and never watching it or the original. So. Now I've seen it.
1: I never had a desire Sometimes. either.
0: Right. I didn't know what it was. I was just like.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, they were, they were just like there. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. was, they were sitting there, you know, <laughs> in my childhood. <laughs> yep.
1: I know people who are really obsessed with it though. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Like friend yeah. of the pod or friend of me, Connor is like, he adores it.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I,
2: yeah, it's great. Like I remember really liking it. As yeah. A kid, but the
1: appreciation is there, but I don't think I would want to like come back to it frequently
2: mm-hmm. the 2000s ones are a lot more fleshed out more tell more narratives that's and fair they're also a lot darker okay if i remember correctly like i remember some of them i was scared of as a kid in hey the I
0: 2000 version yeah i saw dinosaur murder in
2: this one yeah no okay that was probably <laughs> the best part <laughs> right. when it was just like oh let's do land before time like, right basically yeah. a long time before land before time like some it's things were like, like oh that's that's ripped straight from, there was wow, a, Land Before Time I, is a ripoff of
0: Fantasia. Yeah, honestly, there was quite a few things here that I was like, oh, this is just like a weird proto version of something that would come later. Like Hercules yeah, or something? Like Hercules. Yeah. yeah, Hercules and Land Before Time, I think, were the ones I specifically thought of. It's like, oh, like this just feels like it actually kind of did inform stuff that would come decades later.
2: Or just like, I don't know, heavy metal imagery. <laughs> I guess. Or the last one, Kinda. I guess.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some of that felt just like mm, typical ghouls and ghosts and Yeah, no, creatures. I was just thinking specifically
2: Satan. The big guy. Yeah. The big big guy. The big boy. Big big Satan. Satan, Satan or otherwise. He big monkey. Rad.
1: He big Satan.
2: <laughs> he big <laughs> <laughs> he big monkey i really want that to be the tagline but it will be taken out of context and i, I will i don't i really want that though like King movie Colin. overload podcast on our like youtube banner and under it just says he big monkey he big monkey.
0: <laughs> we can make it like an instagram post of just like a big like word art
2: thing mm-hmm. he and it monkey. just says he big monkey. that'll
1: be on our merch um he big monkey
2: we should do he big oh monkey oh my gosh sure <laughs> that could be a that King could Colin. go so wrong <laughs> that would be so awesome. fast
1: but if you join I the Patreon
2: it. at the $20 tier, yes. you get a He Big Monkey shirt. He Big
1: Monkey. Go listen <laughs> to the King Kong episode.
3: That was it, time. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it was from that one. And then I'm assuming. There was some other mention of He Big something. Oh, with, oh. with Gone with the Wind, it was He Big Movie. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, we've brought it back a couple times.
2: Yeah. yeah. it's It's important you know it's good stuff every podcast needs at least some inside you know i wouldn't even call them jokes because they're just (laughs) things that we say that make us laugh and probably no one else yeah but you know
1: we have a lot of those actually i'm
2: I'm surprised at how many we already have at episode 13
1: we were like we really need to um curse out woody allen praise ryan gosling woody And say, Ryan he, big Gosling fucks.
2: <laughs> he big monkey. <laughs> he big monkey. He big monkey.
1: So we're just covering all the essentials.
2: Yeah. That's kind of at the end of every episode. If we like didn't mention those, we can be like, and just to make sure we got them, Fuck Woody Allen, Ryan Gosling fucks. Uh, he big monkey. Yeah. And see you. <laughs> and that's all. Have a great <laughs> that's day. It. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Uh, are we done here? Sleep. Yes. Sleep.
1: <laughs> I want to take a nap. Uh So, I'm going to talk about this movie so we can get to those naps. (laughs) 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 I'm, okay, I'm just going to preface this report by saying I really want to, like, nerdy rant about Disney. So, if that gets boring, you guys just yell at me. If that you sounds want more fun. facts, then oh, yell at me four. for those because I tried to get it all. But uh, we do eh.
2: like yelling at you. Hmm. I'm aware. No, you so like that yelling be at fun. me? The trauma is
1: real. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's eight sequences. There were a total of twelve directors for all eight. Thank. I'm pretty sure each segment had like up to eleven animators. Okay. Um, hmm. give or take. A lot of people worked on this. Mm-hmm. The uh, conductor, Leopold stakowski pretty sure he signed an 18-month contract to work on this. Whoa. So Dang. he helped with the music selection process. He, helped, he did all the conducting, and obviously he's in the recording, so they had to film all of that. Um, and that's a long time. I'm pretty sure that was, you know, time-consuming. Hmm. <laughs> so he was very invested in this project as well.
3: Who
2: was the announcer guy?
1: Oh, his name was... Deems taylor interesting he also helped with some of the music selection as well actually they brought him a little later um yeah because he was like
0: a composer or something too right
1: i think he helped compose some of them but yes anyway he also had a big say in the music and they were just like "Ooh, we've seen you do like commentary hosting things can you come do this and he was like heck yeah i can
2: he was like, I really do want to talk to the soundtrack. Thank you. I yes. would like to know what it looks like when somebody be playing violin boy. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty positive <laughs> and. Yeah, no, I'm going to doubt myself. I'm pretty sure Deems Taylor is the one where they w- really wanted him to be a part of it. And he was so excited about it. He said that he would do it free of charge.
3: <laughs> like he was
1: really on board with it so anyway back to disney because i love walt disney and if i could have a conversation Mm -hmm. with anyone living or dead he would definitely be a top pick really i think he is so creative and it's fine so (laughs) i'm fine it's fine fine. fine. Mm -hmm. um so disney had put together these cartoons in 1938 Called Silly Symphonies.
2: Oh
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I saw those come up on Disney Plus. Yeah, and sides.
1: that inspired the Sorcerer's Apprentice short, which Disney was very set on as the comeback role, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, for Mickey Mouse, who was like rapidly declining in popularity.
3: As mm-hmm. he should,
1: right? And he was <laughs> <That> oh.
2: <laughs> greedy mouse. <laughs> Disney that was son like, "Son of a bitch!
1: No, he's our like mascot." He can't fade out. Let's make a short for him. Uh. So they started making The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which was based on a poem. Most of these sequences are based on poems. Mm. Um, started to do that. And his brother, Roy.
3: Roy what Disney. Up Roy?
1: Roy Disney was like, hey, I manage the studio's finances. And um, releasing The Sorcerer's Apprentice short... Is going to cost way more money than it's going to make us. <laughs> but Disney was not deterred. <laughs> he, yeah, he, I think just immediately was like, oh, okay, well, let's just turn it into a feature film. But he wasn't going to say, let's turn Sorcerer's Apprentice into a feature film. He's like, I really want to do a bunch of shorts along with classical music. And it's something he had thought about for years, it said. But he had never felt like he had the opportunity to do it. Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice was already costing them one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Jeez, the so heck! Yeah, they were like, we can't release this and make the money back.
3: I like which, in today's dollars,
2: is like
1: a lot. A lot
2: yeah. that's at the very least, I would think, like six million dollars.
1: Yeah, I, probably because the final budget for Fantasia was two point two eight million, which is equal to forty-two point three million today.
2: Okay, I
0: that's like that. Quite a bit of money. His Worth. response to the to Roy being like hey, that's kind of a lot. Maybe don't do that. He's like, do it more? Yeah. Okay. Is
2: that what you mean? are asking <laughs> me to do more of it? Just two hours of
1: this? Roy's like, Perfect. Walt, Walt, let it go. Yeah, exactly. Let it go, buddy. He's all, huh? <laughs> Challenge accepted, He's like, I can
2: do bitch. what I want. I, here, I'll, <laughs> I'll spend even, even more money, huh? Realize my dreams. Watch
1: me. <laughs> See, that's why I want to talk to him. Because he just, he, mm, the drive, the ambition, it's all there. Wanted
2: to create Disney World. Right? Make it a weird utopia thing. True. And then dying. A little cultish,
1: but that's fine. And, and
2: then having his head frozen on <laughs> yeah. yes. Disneyland or something. <laughs> we and talked about the cultishness of Disney. Yeah. I think it would be fun that to that talk about. That's off? fair.
1: Now I'm going to doubt myself. I won't want to talk to him. But also... Well,
2: you still might want to talk to him. You just might not want to join his cult.
1: Okay, I won't join the cult. <laughs> I, I mean, unless people it's who really cool. act like they're in a cult oh. with Disney.
2: That's yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We did talk about that. Was that the snow? I think episode?
3: so. I can't Who remember. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Everything Nothing is a matters. sham.
2: And why am I even here? And and <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> go to sleep, Reese. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll. You guys finish up. I'm okay. just gonna. Yeah, I'm just. If I'll you be, hear snoring, I'll, it's Reese.
1: I'll,
3: I'll be back.
2: Oops.
0: And me.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Hannah, you can carry this alone.
1: I can Right. Yes, cool. <laughs> okay. Um uh, more uh, interesting got, things about this. the budget before I move on. Yes. I really appreciate their uh growth mindset. Mm-hmm. So the <laughs> This is one of Disney's quotes cuz one of the production supervisors after Disney was like, "Hey, let's turn it to a full feature film length project." This guy named Ben Sharpstein, the production supervisor for uh on Fantasia, He was like, hey, this budget is three to four times greater than the silly symphonies we've made before. I think this is impossible. Disney, quote, unquote, saw this trouble in the form of an opportunity. This was the birth of a new concept, a group of separate numbers, regardless of their running time. Put together in a single presentation, it turned out to be a concert, something novel and of high quality. He called it experimental all the time. He knew it was like kind of a risk.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. And y- you do see that, like, at the beginning when he's when the guy's introducing it, when mm-hmm. was, uh, Deems is introducing Deems
1: it, Taylor, yeah.
2: He's like, this is a new, kind of a new genre, a yeah. new take on film. But, like, I can't think of any other example of this thing other than Fantasia yeah. and mm-hmm. Fantasia 2000.
0: Yeah, just like, because, yeah. like, you can think of, like, musicals, kind of, and it's also, like, kind of a concert. But it's like, he says, it's like, it's almost trying to just depict like what you might imagine and put to the music in your head mm-hmm. while listening to live music. Yeah,
3: like that, that bit when process. you eat the
2: food in <laughs> Ratatouille, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a little visualizer with the music, mm-hmm. but two hours of that, but two. Hours. Yeah. So it's and like, there isn't there really is, is like that, you know? I know, like
1: that's totally how their process was too.
2: Pink Floyd's the wall right, is semi close. But kind it's also actually trying to tell a specific story. It, right,
0: it's still closer to like a, it's a more play just an or animated a musical. Movie. Yeah, or just a movie, yeah. But it actually it actually has kind of some similarities. It's got some weird animation in it. It's fun. It does. It's a good time. It is fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it actually says there, Silly Symphonies went back as early as
3: 1928. Whoa. Dang. But
1: Disney wanted to go beyond the usual slapstick and produce shorts mm-hmm. where... Quote, sheer, sheer, wow, English, where sheer fantasy unfolds, action controlled by a musical pattern has a great charm in the realm of unreality. (laughs) Their whole process was just them, the conductor, the Steams guy later on, and I think a few of the other directors actually, would sit down, listen to all their song options, and just like talk about or write down what came to their heads. I'm actually pretty sure it was Deems Taylor who whose first idea was the dinosaurs because he helped with some of the song selections and he was like oh what if we did something kind of prehistoric with animals and they were like Mm. yes
2: oh sir yes (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm.
1: let's do dinos
2: and they worked and they (laughs) did (laughs) so this is the kind of thing that I would think that they would be like ah Let's just put on, let's put on some records. Let's get real <laughs> high and let's just like <laughs> scribble what we see, you know. Yay! Do you think there was any, was there any drug usage involved?
1: I, I don't, um, I don't think so. Hmm. But I kind of like want to think so because that would be funny.
2: At least cherry, right? Like they're probably like drinking a bit, you know. Probably. Mm. Why would they drink sherry? Why was that what I went to I
1: don't know, but now it's what they had. For some reason so in my mind I'm like that's accurate. just what
2: Walt Disney drinks.
3: Yes. It's like would that's you just like what a glass drinks.
2: of sherry? And everybody's like, Ew, what the fuck Walt Disney? And he's what like, I'm Walt Disney. I drink sherry. Fuck you. Yes. And that's when he that's when he kicked Roy Disney out the window. Uh yes. JoJo Rabbit style.
1: JoJo Rabbit style.
3: Yeah, I
2: still hasn't seen Jojo really. Rabbit.
1: I've seen the beginning of Jojo Rabbit.
0: Don't spoil no. Jojo Rabbit.
1: I left enough. because it was an uncomfortable social situation, so oh. I did not finish the oh movie.
2: Yeah. It's also an uncomfortable Yet I saw it in an uncomfortable social situation as Twins. well. It was just
1: Deft, you stuck it out.
2: Yeah. Well I came in for the ending. The first time I watched it, it was me and an old guy in a theater <laughs> and I was like a row in front of him and then I started crying. And then I was felt awkward about it because he was just like right, right there. Yeah, like, can you go oh away, no. please? Can Give me can you a moment. He said, "Heroes back,
3: please." Come on.
2: <laughs> I'm having a moment here with the David Bowie soundtrack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some time. It is sad, and, and
0: crazy. Crazy. I, mean, I want
2: to talk about David Bowie on this podcast. Do we? No. Gosh, did we no. not get
0: anything with him?
2: I don't think he's in anything. Like, we no. got to talk about him a little bit with Metropolis. no, <laughs>
0: but there's no we can make tangents about him related to other things as we do because like he's in a lot of things that are kind of tangentially related to things we are talking about like Dark Crystal one might even say Inception
2: that's fair because of
0: directorial
2: and then yeah so I'll try to find ways to shove David Bowie in then yes but I'll also mention solo because I guess that's something I've got to do now. Yep.
0: S- Does so not feature David Bowie tragically.
2: Wow. Wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing yeah. if David Bowie was in solo? That would. And he replaced um all of the actors.
1: Yes. <laughs> I would watch that actually.
2: Oh man, who wouldn't? Good times. People who hate David Bowie, I guess.
1: Mm. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, hey Reese, yeah. have you ever heard of a color box by Len Lye from nineteen
2: thirty-five? No, it
1: was uh, what's that? It's one of Disney's biggest inspirations for animating Fantasia. Oh, it's abstract animation, apparently.
3: Yeah.
2: Interesting. So he'd
1: been thinking about it, and he says that the first sequence was no sudden idea. It was something they had nursed along for several years, but never had a chance to try. And I was just like, "Go, you, dude."
2: He he got influence. He did. He got making the thing, and he, and he make movie.
1: <laughs> he make big movie, <laughs> and maybe some drugs, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, wait, did he though? No. Um, I didn't did read anything it? about that. What was it called? Did was about it? Ab- do you think what what
0: the abstract something?
1: A color box A col- by Len lie from hmm. 1935.
0: Interesting. I feel like I saw something that I feel like is kind of similar in concept to that. That's just like a bunch of kind of abstract color images.
1: Mm.
0: But I am having trouble finding this one.
1: I really like the idea of it because I love writing, but I'm really bad at just coming Mm. up with a story Mm. on my own, like just pulling those thoughts together. But if I listen to certain music, Mm -hmm. I definitely visualize things like that, like the few... But, like, two or three little scripts I do have are just set to music. Sure. And it's, like, how it made me feel played out with the song. So, reading about Disney doing that almost same process, I Mm -hmm. was like, oh. And he did it, but with animation. Which was still pretty new. Like, not new, but, I mean... As far as films, I guess. Right. Doing I mean, if this it's their third feature-length film. Um, right. Mm-hmm.
2: It's also weird that, like, their third feature-length film was, like, kind of made on a whim.
1: I know. <laughs> I said over 1,000 artists and technicians were used in the making of Dang. of it. So, a ton of people right. over, like, what, one and a half to two years Yeah. were involved in this.
2: And it's also, like, I mean, it's also a weird blend of live action and animation, I guess. It is, yeah. Those opening bits, like, just something about the way that those are shot is really cool mm-hmm. they talk about like the theater like and half stuff. silhouettes mm-hmm. and yeah
1: the lighting in the theater and they set it up all different where the sound they really focused on sound and then there were more than 500 animated characters in the whole thing mm. and the colors are beautiful
2: so it's just yeah
1: it's, it's definitely
2: nice. <laughs> impressive on the on a technical scale and when you're awake it's impressive in an emotional scale
1: yes I would agree with that.
0: The colors all looked very natural, too. Like, it didn't look kind Mm -hmm. of saturated. Like, well, I guess, like, A Star Is Born looked that way, but that was older. I guess Wizard of Oz looked pretty good. I don't know. The color looked good at this point. That's all I have. It says
1: the segments were (laughs) color-keyed scene by scene, so the colors Mm. in a single shot would harmonize between proceeding and following ones. Mm. And then before a segment's narrative pattern was complete, an overall color scheme was designed to the general mood of the music in pattern to correspond with the development of the subject matter.
2: Interesting.
1: They were very particular about the colors. And then even for the live-action clips they had, they used uh, three-strip Technicolor Mm. processes Mm. uh, while the animated segments were shot in yellow, cyan, and magenta exposed frames. And then they spliced them together so that they would all flow within, I don't know, between animated and live-action
2: that's really cool. I know, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoy that, like, it's just, I guess, the extra Disney flair, you know, of we are going to do all these shorts. We're going to have them, you know, be introduced in the most 40s way possible. Mm-hmm. But also, we're going to make sure that, like, the live action bits that we're filming flow into the animation nicely and are also just in and of themselves really pretty and cool. Mm-hmm. Like, every aspect of it, they they put specific thought and effort into it. Cause I could very easily see it just being like, you know, just the large, you know, wide shot footage of just like the orchestra tuning up. And then right. the guy like walks up and he's like, tap, tap, tap. And then it starts, mm-hmm. you know,
1: dish be some cartoons and uh, also a mouse.
2: There's a m- oh. mouse, um, magic boy, uh, with oh. broom
3: magic boy, music and
2: for you. <laughs> and then he starts, but they didn't. I feel that because Walt Disney say he, man, this this is gonna be so impossible to listen to because my brain is so like you short look circuited. So tired. <laughs> I think I'm asleep right now. Just I mean, really. until
0: we don't bank one more episode about a very I'm important very movie.
1: Very nervous about that. I'll,
2: I'll have caffeine for that one. There you go. Don't even maybe a do nap. That. Don't even worry <sighs> about it. We
0: could go. Wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we okay. actually have to record. I was gonna be like, oh, we could go get drinks at the soda shop, and then oh. I realized that's probably only a good idea to me if you want caffeine.
1: Caffeine.
2: Caffeine. Depends. On. I don't care. I thought they were closed on Mondays. No, nope, just on Sundays. Oh, okay. I mean, not that it's a Monday that we're recording on this on, because we record this on the day that you listen to it. Yeah. We record <laughs> these every Wednesday. <laughs> the record- day that you. Day. Even if we it's been out for a week, yes, it's we the day d- that
1: you listen to yes.
2: it. We don't even record. We, we wait re- have to re-record you, every episode we wait every you, day.
0: We wait till you press the play button, and then we start talking.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's live every day. Yeah, we never edit our podcasts. Never. Coming to and you live. Ever. We should just start saying Coming that. you know, it's Just so people know.
1: Yeah. Coming to you live. The Movie Overload podcast. Because it's really an
2: impressive technology that we're doing here. You know, like it We is. are constantly it's sitting here. Just waiting for somebody to press play.
1: This is true,
2: and it's, it gets complicated when somebody else presses play like halfway through an episode. I know.
1: Yeah. It's then it's such like, a wait, do
2: we do we continue? Do we start over? I don't know. You know,
1: Let's feel it in the moment. We still no. need to
2: work that part out. Maybe Probably. we can get someone like maybe we can hire extra people on if we get a Patreon to to play us for when somebody else presses play.
1: We're so sleep deprived. <laughs>
2: this makes sense, I right? Feel this it. Is, this is. Uh, We're going to have to trim some of this. Anyway. Again, this is very evergreen content once again. That's talking about how tired we are. This is
1: good. This is good. Um,
2: (laughs) Notes about Fantasia. Let's
1: let's talk about Fantasound.
2: Fantasound?
1: Fantasia. Fantasound. Let's talk about that. What that mean? Shall we? Fantasound is the sound system they use to record it. Um, It was pretty new, but Disney was like, hey, we're experimenting with all this animation with classical music stuff. And he really wanted to experiment with more sophisticated sound recording and reproduction techniques. So he didn't want to do like one speaker behind the screen because he said it sounded too tinkly and strained. Um, He wanted to reproduce beautiful masterpieces so that audiences would feel as though they were standing at the podium with Stokowski.
2: So, like, he was trying to get theaters tricked out with better speaker systems.
1: I think it's just how or they just the recording? recorded the sound in the first place with okay. the orchestra. Gotcha. So, yes, I think they ended up—or er, not. I think they ended up using thirty-three mics okay. around the whole thing. All I know is that there were just the use of like multiple audio channels, and right. that they just got to mess with the dynamic balance. Mm-hmm. Of all the playback, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I don't really understand sound production. So, reading it, I'm like, I hope this is making sense.
2: That does make sense Okay. as a a former music production major. That's what I
1: figured you would be on top of it. Um, 33
2: mics would be, like, okay. Like, that's not... I don't think that's a ridiculous amount now for, like, that sense of an orchestra. I think
1: it's just more than they had done ever before. Like... Gotcha. They just wanted... High quality sound. And, and they for that matter,
2: it, like, it really is in comparison to a lot of stuff from this era.
1: Yeah, it sounds great. I didn't even question mm-hmm. it. And then mm-hmm. I went back and re-listened to parts of it after reading that.
2: It sounds like, good oh, to me. Yeah. Oh, oh, hello there. Yeah, I have a nice, somewhat, like, my TV sucks, but I have nice speakers. Mm. And, yeah, usually I watch old movies. So, uh, you know, the speakers right. don't get to do anything fun. But they it it sounded really good and i figured that it was just like maybe they'd re-recorded stuff or maybe that definitely heavily remastered it or something like that when they they stuck it on plus but maybe not
1: but yeah i'm not sure i guess yeah there's definitely a chance that they might have come back and touched it up but um i said they even altered the stage so Mm. that cool set that they're on um they altered it acoustically with double plywood semicircular partitions that separated the orchestra into five sections hmm. to increase reverberation and that it just worked so well and sounded so good they went back cuz they already had done most of the work for Sorcerer's Apprentice that segment hmm. they re-recorded it cuz gotcha. it sounded so good right so so
2: they were actually but they were actually recording on that set like it wasn't yeah. that wasn't just like for the sake of filming like that's no, actually what it looked that's like that's the set where they yeah that's so cool. I know. I
1: think that's why it just looks so interesting too. Yeah. Like yeah. they built that for the Fanta sound deal. Like I don't know. It's yeah, just but then so they cool. just like
2: the weird touch of that guy like knocking over his like symbols or whatever, and just like true. And it like cuts to a different camera, and it was like, do they, are they just like faking it? Multi camera recording, like everything going on here, or? I mean no, I figured no. that was just a gag that they added in. So I guess Maybe. it probably is.
1: I guess I don't know as a sound person would it not make sense to record where they film?
2: Well, I just assumed that they hadn't because the ways that that they were set up was like against these like weird screens and all this other stuff yeah. and I would have figured that they would have just like recorded in a normal like theater or something. But right. I I mean, it sounds like they they customized it a bunch, so it's possible they also gave it some fancy visuals. But, I mean, also, generally what happens is, like, at least with film scoring, the orchestra is playing in response to the thing that they see on the screen. Right. Mm. But I guess that's probably not how it worked here. Like, they record the music first. It was all about
1: the sound first, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was kind of... Music was, like, the foundation.
1: All the animation came later.
2: In which case, maybe you wouldn't, like... Maybe the lighting wouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? Like you'd yeah. want to be able to easier see True. your music, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should look more into that because they just kept referring it to as the stage for the orchestra.
2: Hmm.
1: And that was like tied in with the recording process. So I assumed that was a stage I was looking at, but yeah. I could I mean, be wrong.
2: It could be that they like they film those bits and then like it's like it's the right stage or whatever. But then they like had people come in and like do all this fancy camera lighting for you know the live action scenes, and then you know they switched up the lighting a bit for when they were recording. I don't know things. It's don't all ask. Don't well, ask I've
3: got
1: <laughs> got sleep deprivation gosh. and m- me doubting myself is <laughs> really biting me. It's a me good in the
2: combination. Ass. Everything <laughs> is everything's fine. This is a very professional <laughs> podcast we're running. I'm sorry. We're 100% there. I really we're wanted paying attention. We're doing a great job and uh, and you're having a great time and give us a five star rating.
1: <laughs> Please. Wow, Please I don't should leave um, us. I'm sorry my report sucks.
2: What? Did you Sorry.
0: Have what? what? More? Or
1: <sighs> I think I just don't understand the sound stuff. But i, mean, I you sound did sound just find a, a note. I found a note. Okay. Huh. They wanted to create a new system that would create the illusion that the actual symphony orchestra is playing in the theater. Hmm. Mm. But they backed out at first due to financial reasons. Hmm. And then they got this company to make the equipment in
3: 1939.
1: Whoa. But it was $200,000 in costs, which was $3.7 million dollars oh. in 2019. Dang. So. I see. Again, it's still kind of confusing, though. I'm like, what do you mean the actual symphony orchestra is playing in the theater?
0: Like, just to make it sound like it's l- as close to the live experience as possible, I guess?
1: Right. Oh. So, right. does that mean, though, that they recorded it in the stage where they were? Like, oh. I'm tying it back to... I, assume I don't so. know. It probably doesn't matter. and uh, I'm just getting we'll hung up on know. it. We'll never know. We'll never know.
2: I think it's probably likely, though. Yeah. I The don't
1: point know. is... I'm pretty sure because of the acoustics that they talked about. The point is, though, is that Disney was like, this is going to be the best. People are going to show up to see this in a theater. And it's going to sound like they're right there. And it's going to be pretty AF.
2: And then it was. And it was. Did it make money?
1: It did. Eventually. It's When it first released, they said because of the war, it messed up their distribution plans. So it was like this theatrical road show. I keep doing quotes with my mm. fingers, which just means that select theaters were playing it.
2: Right. Okay. So like almost like it was an actual like, th- you know, theater performance. Like, ah, th- the orchestra's coming to right. the Sydney Opera House. Just, mm. just wait for it. It'll happen. But a movie.
1: But a movie. Yeah. So like
2: they, they almost in a weird way didn't really market it like you would market any other animated film. Like they definitely took pains to yeah, make it appear as a different, more experimental project.
1: Yeah. I think they were very open about that. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it did well. Um, people loved it. Like all the reviews, even when it was just doing the theatrical roadshow, everyone was like, oh my God, this is a masterpiece. We love it. All the critics loved it. So, cool.
3: you that's know, cool. there's
1: like again, it's just it was kind of simple research. It was just like, yep, Disney wanted to animate to music, and it he, did. So he did. And there was some sound. <laughs> and it was awesome stuff, and that Everyone was innovative, and the animation was innovative, and people liked it. I could not find any dirt on this film.
2: It's hmm. Disney though, like that's that's kind of the thing about doing research on a Disney film is that it's almost impossible to find dirt because they would try to scrub that out of existence. True. You
1: know? It was just like, uh, after wizard of Oz, my last report.
2: Right. Like there was so much, so
1: dirt. much stuff to read about or just interesting, weird little so things I like to find. A yeah. So much
2: Find by its dirt.
0: Well, there's right.
1: usually just like weird or like psychology things I can find about the actors or something. And with this, it's like, it was pretty straightforward, a long process, but everyone was excited about it. Except for Roy. Roy was worried. Or Roy.
2: <laughs> Roy is, like, such a dipshit. He doesn't oh understand Honestly. it. Like, he can just, like, never be excited, you know, for, like, mm-hmm. anything. He's just always, like, this buzzkill all the time. Freaking Roy. Freaking
1: Roy. Damn it, Roy. Damn it, David.
2: Is, is that it? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, do you think Shits Creek should be on the 100 movies list? Absolutely. I, think it, I, think it I would
1: be very upset if it was not.
2: Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, check that out on movieoverloadpod.com. dot com. We got a link to our letterbox list of yeah. the hundred films we're planning on covering. And uh, you know,
0: imagine if we did a hundred TV shows. God. TV. Oh my god, that would Over- kill us. Load. That would take forever. We shouldn't do that.
2: Uh, okay, episode one's The Office. <laughs> Gotta watch all of that in a week. <laughs> episode two. Is The Simpsons. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Stop, stop. handle that. And then Doctor Who. Imagine trying to cover Doctor Who in one episode. No.
0: I will not do that.
3: I've never watched those.
2: (laughs) We were just like, so apparently Roy wasn't all that happy about it. I mean... (laughs) Freaking Roy. It's not that much information. Roy just hated it.
1: Roy was just very worried. He had all the financial responsibilities, so... Yeah, he fair. was like, "What the heck?" But and I did he even just
2: buzz killed Doctor Who.
3: Oh that's yeah. a shit!
1: Sorry.
2: Anyway, <laughs> no, I mean he. I was talking about Roy. Yeah, about he ego. did.
1: But also, Fantasia did end up being the twenty fourth highest grossing film of all time. Oh, in the U.S.
2: Dang, Dang that's so. Oh. Was it? It was just like a slow burn to get there. They
1: like re released it in nineteen forty two. So because of obviously their weird. Distribution thing. And they were like, ah, the war and money and blah.
3: Still going.
1: <laughs> All the stress. And then 1942. It was like a 1940 film, but mostly released in 1942. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like people Just had like seen it release? and critics had watched it. People knew about it. But like the mainstream release was 1942 and it did really well. It made, it made some money. Some what money, did Disney
2: say to Roy to be like? He say, "Take that bitch." So, <laughs> I believe I he did. Like the that was actually his exact idiot. quote: "Take that bitch."
1: Take that bitch. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. You, I I feel like I've seen that in a documentary. At I some think he probably did. It's yeah. one of his
1: popular ones. Yeah. Um, it says, <laughs> um, "The orchestra maintained that as a co-creator of Fantasia, the group was entitled to half of the estimated 120 million dollars in profits from video and laser disc sales."
2: Laserdisc. This Heck was in the
1: nineties. Yeah. So like by the time we were releasing it on DVD, it was making hundred and twenty million dollars. Jeez.
0: That's someone crazy. Someone send us a Fantasia Laser Disc, please.
2: Yeah, if you want to send us a Fantasia Laser di- Disc, y- you can send that to movie at gmail.com. That's how Laserdisc work, right? Yes. Cool. It's just the laser. Yeah, just you, send us the laser. You
0: can get a Walt Disney's Fantasia Laserdisc box box set commemorative edition on eBay for roughly twenty five dollars right now.
2: Twenty five? I mean, that's not bad at all.
0: There is another one that's nine hundred and fifteen. Oh. I don't
2: know what the difference is. How much is a Laserdisc player? Are there that's laser disc question. players that plug into you uh, like HDMI? I'm sure there's adapters that exist for that. You sure somebody isn't like just making new swanky ones?
1: Swanky, swank, swank.
2: Well, no, no, that's the swank.
1: <laughs> the swankiest.
2: Here, I'm oh just gonna gosh. look up <laughs> laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> no, HDMI. we're no, We're fine. It's okay. We're fine. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. listeners are having a great time, and I definitely did. I, I didn't. I know. I definitely didn't edit this at all. No. <laughs>
1: No, I have read through my report like twice and I just remembered I did have a little bit of dirt <gasps> as far about as about Roy. Mm-hmm. I wish it was about Roy. Fuck. It's about racism. Oh.
2: oh no. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. racism. Yeah,
1: I mentioned that earlier and yes. I think my brain was like you already talked about that. Don't say it again. But I didn't. You didn't talk I about did it. Not talk I just about heard it. that
2: there is a racism. Yes.
1: So, in the late 1960s, They were going to reissue it later in this decade, and they kept editing it, right? Okay, wait, let me backtrack. When they were first releasing it in the 1940s, right when they made it, it was like two hours long, (laughs) and they were all, yo, Disney, we're not going to play your two-hour movie. This is insane. Cut it down. And Disney fought it so hard. He went along with all of the different, you know, needs to go play it in a movie theater, except for this, and then at the very end, they were like, we really need you to cut it down shorter. And so he said, fine, but someone else has to do it. I can't do it. Like, he couldn't bring himself to edit it down. Hmm. They edited it down twice, once to like an hour and 40 minutes, and then again to an hour and 20 minutes. Hmm. Yes.
2: But we don't have those so real anymore, short. do we?
1: No, because now we have the full two hours again. Nice. Except oh. for in the 60s, when they were revisiting it again, four shots from the pastoral symphony. Which one is that? It's the one with like the centaurs.
2: Okay. And Mm. everything.
1: Um, Four shots were removed. Hmm. Um, That depicted two characters in a racially stereotyped manner. A black centaurette called Sunflower was depicted polishing the hooves of a white centaurette.
3: And a second named Attica
1: appeared briefly during the procession scenes with Bacchus and his followers. Um, I guess it was aired on TV. Even and they left all that in there but (laughs) later one of the editors responsible for the change said it's sort of appalling to me that these stereotypes were ever put in Mm -hmm. and they were
2: Uh
1: quickly removed so
2: right well there's also the one with the mushrooms which is pretty right we talked about that earlier but also uh, something that i was noticing when i watched it that like i had a little bit of rant as i was watching it was Mm. the fact that all the centaurs like end up grouping together with people of the exact same color as them. Mm. Mm. It feels like some kind of racial segregation.
3: Mm-hmm. And I see that it.
2: was weird. I was like, "Oh, yeah, of course the light blue one goes with the light blue one and the right. orange one stays with the orange one." <sighs> and I was like, "That feels gross."
1: It's just so 1940s though, isn't uh-huh. it? Like <laughs> And It says it was designed for children, so
3: yeah, later that's on, weird. people were
1: like, "We don't need to put in these racial mm-hmm. implications for right. a kid's, a kids." But also, movie. it's
2: G, and like there do be nipples. <laughs> there are nipples. <laughs> so it's I don't nudity. How did it get rated R. G? I,
1: I don't know. How did I mean, it get Disney. past
2: How does that get past the code? But like <laughs> you can't code. say like anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it's they had so to try brief. to get the word "damn." Right. into uh gone with the wind yeah, but you could also exception. just have nipples like that's fine yeah,
3: what the fuck as
0: long as they're on weird harpy demon creatures i guess yeah
2: <laughs> and <laughs> but, satan right but the centaurs <laughs> the centaurs can't have nipples right like yeah, they can they do. can be entirely shirtless but it's fine because we didn't put the one extra dot there you know what i mean like sorry this is a random ramp, how like, it goes
0: why said i've always heard the description or just like whenever anyone talked about that with anything else it's always like no nipples so it doesn't count
1: (laughs) no nipples (laughs) word but then they end up doing both yeah (laughs) i don't know and i also
2: think like there's some weird i mean this whole movie just has some weird horny bits like all the way sprinkled throughout it but like the fact that like oh yeah, we see all of the female centaurs bathing and then the dudes just like come out of the forest you know what i mean that's fair i feel like there's
1: Elements of that, like it kind of just struck me as other Disney movies. I mean, in Peter Pan, exactly the mermaids are seen like bathing in the water, and it's all Mm -hmm. sexy. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's
2: just the it's just why are animators so horny? They literally are all like that.
0: Yeah, even like the non-human things. There's lots of like female animals that are just weirdly kind of sultry and like right. batting their eyelashes right. at the camera like uh-huh. fish we needed to make sure that we knew the they were female yeah that weird fish thing and the just everything mm-hmm. they were all like that and just like chill guys it's okay
2: yeah it's like I, I know I know you're uh, yep mm-hmm. you don't have to it's make sad. the fish but like it's that for kids. <laughs> it's you can make it actually G instead of right. just what somehow influencing happening? a writing
1: I said bits with the mushrooms were influenced by the three stooges
2: hmm. which I don't understand because there's like more than three of them no. mm-hmm. and they got the eyes that are not okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've got these like weird cloaks and they're bowing and they're dancing around in a circle and it feels very potentially it feels like a racism. Offensive. Yes, I think I, that can I, count as a racism, right?
0: Like I don't know, like I guess that wasn't seen as a problem and it wasn't removed, so I don't know if that's well. I don't know if we it, it is worth it. noting
2: that like a significant aspect of our yucky society is that people are really only very careful about racism when it comes to certain races. It's true, and then other races they don't think about them as being racist because apparently. There's not a history of racism there, or something that we're paying attention to, which there obviously is. You know what I mean? Ooh,
0: there really is.
2: Yeah, like I, I you know, I before b- before World War II, it seems like anti-Semitism was not something that anybody cracked down upon in any way. You know?
3: Yeah.
1: This is bad.
2: Mm. Anyways, what
1: I just looked up images for the black and white centaur
3: uh-huh. centaurettes.
1: It's it's, it's really real obvious. Uh, it's bad. And this just says sociologically, Fantasia clearly communicates gendered expectations for men and women, mm. also very racially political, um, as in the color-matched heterosexual pairs. Mm-hmm. And then the go. centaur scene, which includes a pick and slave to the centaur females and exotic brown-skinned zebra girl servants. And the pictures are... The white centaures are tall and beautiful, and they have like white hair, white skin. They look very luxurious. And the black centaures are small, and they have like the road hair hmm. or braids. And they're dolling them up. It just l- it just oh looks my word. it just looks bad. And Gosh, dang it, Walt! I'm Why? like, whoa, bro!
2: Like cool <laughs> it, Roy, but also come on, Walt! Now <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I take back my recent comment. Maybe I don't want to talk to Walt. (laughs) I love his creative processes, but this is pretty bad. Back in
2: time, time. Walt. Yeah, if anybody, I think it'd be fun to talk to Jean Renoir. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there you go. He gets it. Or Charlie Chaplin.
1: Or Charlie Chaplin. I would talk to Charlie Chaplin.
2: Yeah, he's he's fun. Something about talking to Charlie Chaplin would be weird, though, because it's like I would, in a weird way, I'd be like, no, but like you, no, don't talk. Like Don't you talk. No, Charlie, Charlie, that's not your place.
3: Charlie, shut up. Like,
2: you're good at it, but it's not your place.
1: Yeah, you're made for silent be films, silent. remember?
2: I, uh, I feel like I would meet him and he would just, like, give me that, like, little smile <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? He'd
1: be like, oh, Reese.
2: But he wouldn't, Reese? like, say, oh, h- how do you do? You know what I mean? Right. He'd just give me that little smile and, like, kind of a wave. And
1: But he would know.
2: He'd be waddling around. Yeah. Yeah. What a man. What a penguin. What a penguin. Pen penguang. Penguang.
1: What a penguang.
2: <laughs> so again, if you guys want to contribute to the Patreon, we will get tramp stamps. <laughs> <laughs> the Please. tramp tramp stamp.
1: Yes. The tramp tramp <laughs> <stamp>. <laughs> I'm so scared.
2: That would be pretty great.
1: Um yeah. Sorry, that's all I really had on my report.
2: There's a lot of we info there.
0: We're pretty good. We've hit about an hour here. Yeah. So.
1: Go us. I just... Yeah.
2: It was really deep in a way. Mm-hmm. You it was know? a struggle.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I definitely recommend uh. watching this film. But it's also the kind of film that's a lot harder to actually like talk about. Yes. You know, it's it's definitely a non-verbal experience yes
3: mm-hmm. and
1: again so. i deeply appreciate it mm-hmm. but that what would was you guys like rate it? seven pages of notes
2: dang and that's all i had <laughs> that's still pretty good though it's
1: Like, come on man it's all good <sighs> anyway um what did i rate it four or four and a half stars i really enjoyed a few of those segments hmm. they were pretty and fun
2: they were
0: yeah. I I again may have been in the wrong headspace. <laughs> I gave it a three and a half because <laughs> I again I do respect like the animation <laughs> and stuff. It looks really nice, but like I don't know, just my personal enjoyment wasn't super high this time.
2: I feel like that's what you say every time. <laughs> I know personal
0: enjoyment <laughs> not super high. Sometimes but it is high though,
2: like uh, Le Grand Illusion.
0: Yeah, which was great. Yeah. Would watch again. Would not watch Fantasia again. I like. Try. I mean, I would, I guess, but just not anytime soon. Like, it didn't sure. leave me wanting more. Would you watch Two Thousand? Yes,
1: I would watch that.
0: I would try a newer version of Fantasia. Yes. I would not watch the same Fantasia. I this again.
1: racist. <laughs> slow. Yeah, well,
2: that was like the thing that got me the most is like the weird racist stuff was like, and the gender roles were like, mm-hmm. oh, it feels like it's trying to be pretty, and the animators are just like maybe unintentionally really shitty and i yeah. don't like having like like the fact that like uh ah, my the way that my subconscious responds to this music is just in a racism <laughs> you know right. what i mean
1: but their subconscious probably was
2: exactly like, and that makes it unenjoyable in right. some ways because it's like ah it was pretty until you became a shitty human being
1: right so I didn't even know it
2: yeah i still gave it a four because there's a lot i like about it but like I also I also yeah. gave Gone with the Wind a force so like, uh, you know. That's
1: fair. When I <laughs> was starting Fantasia <laughs> yesterday, Haven, sister of the Pod. Whoa, sister of the Pod. Um, she was like, oh, "No wonder this is two hours long. <laughs> All the orchestra members are taking way too long to get to their damn seats." <laughs> She's like, "This is gonna take forever," and I kind of understood. That's fair. It was a little slow mm-hmm. sometimes.
2: It's definitely. I don't think anybody should go in expecting it to be a movie no in any way it just <laughs> is. go into it the same way you go into a concert
1: it is what it is
2: exactly
1: classical music orchestra
2: concert yeah <laughs> so that was uh, the time that uh, we had <laughs> we definitely have social medias that we do
1: at Movie Overload Pod on Instagram, and at Movie Overload underscore on Twitter.
2: Thank you very much. You're welcome. And <laughs> and give us a five star rating. And as we say <laughs> at the end of every episode of <sighs> the Movie Overload podcast, uh, thanks, Mickey.
0: Yeah. Is that a, th- is that a thing that he says when y- Mickey shows up that one time? Like
3: Congratulations.
0: Congratulations! Oh yeah, that was cool. I don't know if we mentioned that specifically, but I liked that moment of just like the silhouettes of Mickey interacting with Deems.
2: The, was it the Deems or was it the composer?
0: I thought it was the conductor. Maybe conductor, conductor. Yeah, I don't
1: remember. Leopold. It was cool.
2: Oh, was also neat.
1: Leopold d- is a genius, talented human being.
2: Mm. What is he? What's he known for? He
1: was part of the like. Th- Philadelphia Orchestra or something and I mm. think he had done a lot of work in New York and he was very very talented and very well known.
2: That's cool. He he reminded me of the the conductor in The Phantom Tollbooth mm. which just got added to the Criterion oh. Channel finally.
3: Oh. I need to watch it. I'm so
2: down. excited. Oh. It's, the, it's my favorite movie that I only own on VHS. <laughs> yes. Uh Anyway, okay, I think we're done. Yep. We're going to go take naps
1: here. and drink coffee at the same time. Hooray.
2: That is why, why does it sound so great?
1: It actually does. <laughs> I would. <laughs> do
2: uh, let's let's okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. We'll see you next week for Hold Citizen King.
3: Yay.